Hello and welcome to Embolden, a podcast for the modern spiritual woman seeking to uplevel their life and be beautifully bold. I'm your host, Jess Carreri, spiritual businesswoman, intuitive mentor, and founder of Jala Collective. I am here to bring you conversations to embolden you to embody your highest self, create the life of your dreams, and come home to your divinity. If you are ready for some juicy downloads, inspiring conversations, and aha moments, you are in the right place. Thank you so much for being with me today, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful soul. Today, I want to get really real and have a conversation that I feel like needs to be had, that I feel we need to shine a light on. Now, this conversation is about spirituality, what it means to be spiritual and what that looks like. So I did a post about this way back in May and I talked about what it means to be spiritual in a post on my Instagram. And I had an overwhelming response of comments and DMs from people who were just really needing to hear what I had to say about the topic. And I had a lot of people say that they needed to hear this because it gave them permission or it it made them feel like they weren't doing it wrong anymore in terms of being a spiritual human being. So I wanted to talk more in depth about this on the podcast. I will also link that post in the show notes so you can have a look exactly what we're talking about or what I'm talking about in terms of that. Um, But I, I basically wanted to talk about it because I also see a lot of gatekeeping in the spiritual community of what it means to be spiritual and not and a lot of people feeling shamed or being shamed for certain things that they do in their lives as, you know, under the guise of, well, that's not very spiritual or conscious of you. And I think there definitely are things that are, you know, conscious traits and spiritual traits, but I'm not down with people feeling like spirituality is another box to fit in because I believe that spirituality is a, is a way that we can actually break free of the box and the boxes, right? So basically, I'm going to share a little bit about my spiritual journey and and my woo-ness, my spiritualness, I guess. Um, And this idea and this feeling that I have felt of being too spiritual for some or not spiritual enough for others. So I... I'm a very spiritual person. (laughs) I am very in tune and connected with something bigger, with the divine, with God, with universe. I believe that there is a greater purpose for us being here than just to eat, sleep, consume and repeat. I love my crystals. I read oracle cards. I talk about manifestation. I have daily devotional practices. I work with the moon and its cycles and my cycles. I read very spiritual books. 
none of that makes me a spiritual person more so or less than anyone else. Those things are just the ways, some of the ways, because there are many ways, that my spirituality manifests in my life, right? But just because I do those things doesn't give me a badge (laughs) that's like, I'm a spiritual person or gives me a ranking of whether I'm spiritual or not in context or comparison to others. So like, if you don't have crystals, that doesn't mean you're not a spiritual person, right? (laughs) And just because you do doesn't mean you are. Um, I have also felt not spiritual enough because as you may have noticed in some of the podcast episodes and on my lives, and if you've engaged with me on Instagram, I swear more than I realize. And I have always, you know, felt a sense of, you know, that I shouldn't do that in ceremonial spaces or when I'm engaging with my clients because it's not spiritual. It's not very conscious of me to say fuck and shit and and all that sort of stuff. Um, But the truth is, that's how I express, you know, I find some of the curse words that I use to be empowering and powerful um and language is a tricky thing too and like uncovering the true meaning behind some words that we think are a negative um is actually really powerful but that's another tangent for another day um but I swear and I have been made to feel by some as if that's not that's not um the thing to do if I'm a spiritual person and and I don't like I guess I don't like the phrase made to feel um, because no one can make you feel anything, but I have, it has been communicated to me and to many others that I know that swearing is not, not it. I also love a glass of wine or two or three when I feel like it. Um, And I am not apologizing for that. I have never apologized for that. I definitely have a healthy relationship with alcohol and it's not something I consume on the regular as like a coping or a numbing. It's not an escapism tool for me. I love to use it in celebration, in ceremony. And I just fucking, I'm Italian. I have Italian blood coursing through my veins red wine, come at me. I also have deep Scottish heritage. Give me the whiskey. (laughs) But I have been at gatherings with a bunch of beautiful, beautiful spiritual people. And we've been, you know, encouraged to bring a drink if we like whatever we want to drink. And I've brought wine and I felt the judgment, whether felt it or actually received it. I have had both of people talking about alcohol not being spiritual and 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 you shouldn't do that it it squishes your consciousness or whatever and there is definitely truth to the fact that overconsumption of alcohol has obviously very uh negative effects on our um lives and on our brains and consciousness and spirit but I'm a believer in everything in moderation right and I'm not here to you know to be judging you if if you want to have a cocktail at the end of the week and also be a freaking wise spiritual woman who 
you know, holds meditation circles. Like why is, why can't those two things exist, right? I also sometimes have felt like I'm not spiritual enough because of the clothes that I wear. I don't know if you've ever felt this way before, but I think it's a common thing um, for those that go through a spiritual awakening. There tends to be that moment of like, do I have to wear all white? And can I wear jeans still? (laughs) I don't know if this is just me. I feel like I've had this conversation with people before of of going through the similar thing. But I remember um, going to specific groups and gatherings and events and feeling such shame because I was wearing jeans that I loved and this, you know, knitted turtleneck jumper. It was like, it was winter. And I knew that everyone there would be wearing beautiful flowy skirts and like wrap tops and, um, you know, just this beautiful, beautiful flowy stuff. But I was cold (laughs) and I didn't have anything beautiful and flowy that was also going to keep me warm. So that's what I wore. But I had this like intense social anxiety moment come up of, oh my God, they're going to think I'm absolutely, you know, so not spiritual. And they're going to think I'm a muggle, (laughs) something like that. I can't even remember, but I was like, they're going to judge me for not wearing these, you know, spiritual air quotes, clothes that I'm wearing mainstream clothes that aren't, you know, made of hemp or crocheted or were woven by this, you know, person who's, you know, from some mountaintop. And the funny thing is no one, no one should tell you how to dress, no matter what your occupation or your passions or anything, no one should tell you how to dress. And I have beautiful, flowy, goddess-like clothes, but I also have my freaking corduroy pants that I wear literally everywhere, my t-shirts, my hoodies, like just normal freaking clothes that are, you know, I guess trendy. I don't really know. Um, But just because you wear the beautiful, flowy, goddess-like clothes doesn't make you beautiful, flowy, and goddess-like and spiritual. Same as if you decide to wear a freaking punk rock t-shirt and ripped denim skirt doesn't mean you can't also be this beautiful, you know, woo-woo witchy woman. That's just, in my opinion, absolute bullshit, right? Um, I also have felt not spiritual enough because I like having and making money and... I think this is something that's shifting now, but there for a long time, there has always been this feeling around, well, if you want money, there's something wrong with you. Like money can't buy happiness. So why would you want, why would you want to, you know, call in money? Like you're just falling into consumerism or whatever, but shifting the relationship with money has made me realize that the more money I have, the more I'm actually capable of living out my purpose and my soul mission and impacting the world in a meaningful way, right? The more I can live a life that is aligned for me. So 
those are a few things that, you know, make me feel, have made me feel in the past, like I'm not spiritual enough. And, and maybe you relate to those. Maybe you don't, maybe you're hearing this and going, oh my God, I do all those things too. And I felt a bit afraid to show that. Um, maybe there's other things that you do that people might perceive or that you've, you know, felt like are not, you know, that make you not spiritual or not as spiritual or whatever. Right. Um, but the truth is none of those things, none of those things make you any less or more spiritual. I have the meaning, the true definition of spirituality in front of me, and I'm going to read it to you. So spirituality is defined as the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. The concern for something bigger, something divine, right? So spirituality transcends our appearance our personality, our age, our habits, and is ours and ours alone to explore and express, right? It's, it's the definition of spirituality is not a woman who has 74 crystals in her room and a meditation practice. The definition of spirituality is not someone who wears white linen every single place that she goes. It is also not defined as the lack of swearing of drinking of of you know doing you know things that make her feel good that aren't in the realm of I don't know esoteric practices I guess but spirituality for me is not a one-size-fits-all it's it's not a one-size-fits-all It's not a case of my morning practice is longer than yours and therefore I'm a supreme spiritual being, right? And as I said before, there are those who use spirituality as another box to conform to and become gatekeepers of who is and isn't allowed in based on some of the things that I just listed. And that is for me just absolute bullshit and not on because spirituality can free us right allowing us to realize we don't need to fit into any box set by society our culture religion community the people in our lives but that we are spiritual beings having a human experience that we get to make our own we are spiritual beings my friends (laughs) You don't have to try to be spiritual. You are. You are a spiritual being having a fucking human experience. (laughs) So please don't let anyone else's definitions shape your understanding of spirituality. It's yours to explore, yours to express, and yours to understand. There is no permission needed for you to do what you love while also being a spiritual human being and... I just feel that for so long, there have been so many of us who've been afraid to claim our spirituality or to um, fully live in our spirituality for fear of getting it wrong. And you can't get it wrong. You can't get it wrong. 
I know that there are many people who feel, and I've had clients in the past say to me like, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to be spiritual, but I, I don't think I'm doing it right. Or I, I don't think I'm very spiritual. I don't know how to do it. Babe, you are, you are a spiritual being. Upon arrival on this planet, you are a spiritual being. And spirituality, as I said before, is just the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. This doesn't mean that you're not concerned at all with material or physical things. Like, um, you know, you want nice, beautiful things in your home and nice clothes and money and all that sort of stuff. But just knowing, a deep knowing that there is so much more than that and being in connection with your soul and the universe and spirit before anything else and letting that flow into everything you do, whether it's choosing the clothes that you decide to wear, saying the words that you want to say, you know, drinking what you want to drink, eating what you want to eat, whatever, what, whatever. But I guess the, the, the intention that I have for this episode, my love, is to come through and just basically, you know, wrap you in this virtual hug and say, you cannot get it wrong. It looks different for absolutely everyone. Make spirituality your own. Don't let anyone tell you what it looks like, what it should be. That's just crap, really, right? Like, I've had people tell me that having boundaries, certain boundaries, is not very conscious of me, right? That, that like I said, I, I'm not you know, I don't tolerate that kind of, you know, thing, or I don't have discussions about this certain thing. It's a boundary of mine. And I've had people say, well, that's not very conscious of you. Fucking excuse me. (laughs) My consciousness is in fact, uh, deepening the more boundaries I have. Like, don't tell me that having a boundary or watching reality TV or drinking a glass of wine doesn't make me conscious or spiritual. Get out of my face with all of that. Um, Sending with love, obviously, because that person is acting from conditioning. So sending love and sending them off, you know, with compassion. But also get the fuck away from me with that energy. No, not welcome here. Spirituality is not a box. It's not another box for us to fit in. And my intention of this episode and what I leave you with is to not make spirituality or your spiritual practice another box to conform to, but a way for you to kick all of the boxes that you have been told you need to fit in to the curb, flatten them, put them in the recycling bin If they're cardboard, which I'm sure in my vision they are, maybe for you they're not, (laughs) dispose of them in a way that is conscious to the environment and live your fucking life the way you want to live it. So that is where I leave you today. Short and sweet, a few tangents, but it wouldn't be an episode with me if there wasn't. I hope that 
this has been helpful and given you some form of permission or liberated you in some way. If this has brought anything up for you, um, please send me a DM. Um, I, like I said, I'm going to leave the post in the show notes so you can leave a comment how that resonated. Um, I'd love to just hear your stories and yeah, just really hoping that this is empowering and emboldens you to live your spiritual life in the fucking way that you want to. I love you. I love you. Thank you for being with me. See you next time. If this episode has served you in any way, I invite you to leave a review of this podcast. Please also share this episode with your friends on social media and don't forget to tag me at Jala underscore collective on Instagram. I love seeing where you guys are listening from, what episodes you're loving and your main takeaways. In doing all of this, you will not only be making my day, but also helping me get this podcast out to embolden as many people as possible. I am so grateful for your love, support, and for you taking the time to be with me today. I will see you so soon in the next episode of Embolden the Podcast with Jess Carreri. Thank you for listening.